baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. All right, we're going to talk a little about this Lutzen stuff because this story has been breaking this afternoon. Right. We got a a press release from the Cook County Sheriff's Department saying that the Lutzen Resort is now considered a crime scene. And then they went on to say, you know, nobody's going to be allowed down there. The sheriff's office is going to be patrolling the area that it is now officially a crime scene. Which is startling news. Uh and there have been kind of outstanding questions about that lodge sure. and the ownership and yep. debts and on and on. So Janice Shortle updating, saying she just got an email from the sheriff in Cook County saying, quote, it is not a crime scene. Oh, my gosh. The release was worded incorrectly. We are sorry for the confusion. And then the DPS updating the cause of the fire is still under investigation. We apologize that we were not clear in our communication today. We are working to preserve the integrity of the fire scene and keep people safe by asking them to stay out of the area. I think you can still have a a scene under investigation and also call it a crime scene. That doesn't negate... Yeah. You know what I mean? I think when they call it a crime scene, it does make you feel, whoa, it's an arson investigation. Right, yeah. And really, it's still a fire investigation, trying Mm -hmm. to figure out what the cause is. I would assume there are gawkers and people with maybe personal connections or memories or people coming up there. I assume there's some reason for why they felt the need to escalate the situation by formally... Kind of saying, like, hey, this is a scene. You sort of assume any fire is a crime scene. While it's under investigation, sure. So, I don't know. Was this a lot of noise about nothing? Was this someone got out in front of it and said what they meant? (laughs) But perhaps they're not to that point yet? I don't know. Well, and the other but thing, but it's going to be this, a heck of a story once we figure right. out what the real deal is. I'll tell you as well, Jason. Another thing that's been very frustrating about trying to cover this story today is uh, these outfits that send a press release late in the afternoon on a Friday. Yes, with contact phone numbers and two different people that you can try to call to get more information and confirm things, and they don't, they don't nobody, talk, they yeah. don't pick up their phone. It's kind of like. Poof, I'm sending out the press release and I'm out the door. The Friday news dump, it happens all the time. All the time. But usually in a larger story like this, if you're going to drop a bomb like that late in the afternoon on a Friday, you better be making somebody available to talk about things and clarify it. Yes. So, who knows? Who knows? What we say is who knows. We still don't know what caused that fire. True. And don't go walking around up there. Exactly. Fire fire investigation is fascinating science, isn't it? Usually mm. they can figure out, and I think there are some indication they, they have an idea like where, where it started. Where this started, yes. And that often can lead you into a forensic examination of what 
was there an accelerant? Was there not? Exactly. You can usually kind of figure that stuff out. But it's old. The fire is sort of the most old-fashioned of police work, where, like, when you really get down to a suspicious fire, getting the goods on it. Yeah. A lot of time, I mean, we had that, wasn't it a bar in in St. Cloud that went up, and it turned out it was the owner? Mm. And uh, it's just like good old-fashioned, like, detective work. It is. You know, you never, it's not like, I think these TV shows give us the idea that, like, oh, you'll find that one piece of DNA that'll Mm. unlock the whole thing. But Mm -hmm. a lot of times it's really just, well, somebody squealed on someone Mm -hmm. and that's how you get there. Mm -hmm. Uh, Super Bowl this weekend. We are, we're having a family get together. Nice. It'll be good. Um, And with that comes a little bit of strategy about what, what kind of food we're going to have. Yeah, what's the plan? Well, so Alyssa asked me today, like, is there anything you want? And I said, well, I want uh, my legendary homemade French onion dip. Do you make it? Alyssa points out that I have talked about making French onion dip Mm -hmm. probably half a dozen times on television. (laughs) And I did make it once. (laughs) Well, is this like a major... Tricky thing no, to do? No, it's not difficult to make, but I love French onion dip. Like yeah. the, the cheap, like the top the tater yeah. version or even just the Kemp's. Like you go to the dairy section of the grocery store. Delicious. It's delicious. But you can make French onion dip with onions and a lot of them, and it's delicious. Mm. So I am going to make that. And then I'll have made it twice, and then I can maybe more legitimately refer to it as, as my your French. It's my dip. tradition. Yes. <laughs> um, I think we're gonna do like chili, mm-hmm. because that's low maintenance. You know, once you get making it, you just let it simmer, and you don't yep. have to babysit it. That's sort of part of the deal for for me anyway. I'm making a chili too tomorrow. I've already thawed out the meat. Hmm. Uh, beans in your chili? Or yes. No? Yeah. Black beans and kidney, not kidney, Um, chili beans. The chili beans. Yeah. Yeah. 651-461-9226 if you want to text him what's your must-have at the Super Bowl party. I, I for me, it's a dipping situation. Mm-hmm. Guacamole. I do, I do like to make guacamole. Yes. I, I once ended up in urgent care <gasps> on my birthday. It was a birthday party. Bad guacamole? Uh, bad knife skill. <gasps> Where? Okay. How, did you cut your f- finger or yes. your thumb? Like yeah. gushing blood and you it had was to gushing. go. Okay. It wouldn't stop. That I had to go. happened to Chris once too. On the day of a birthday party that we were having at our house for Charlie when he was maybe <laughs> seven or eight. And Chris cut his, his finger on, yeah. he was opening a can with a can opener and the can got him. And it was just this gusher, like... 15 minutes before all these parents were going to show up with their little kids at our house, yeah. and our neighbor had to take him to the hospital in a truck that he claimed he fueled by uh, using old grease from restaurants that he picked up here and there. <laughs> so it's a whole tale. Avocado-related injuries. Uh, the the latest data I have... Uh, <laughs> 
sent 9,000 people to the emergency room. Wow. In, in 2018. From trying to slice an avocado? Yeah. Okay. We have now, we have this plastic tool. Mm-hmm. So it's like a serrated plastic edge. And it's got like a another thing that you like uh, slam it on the seed. Yes. To pull that out. So you're not stabbing anything. Got it. It was embarrassing. Like I, I have people coming over for my birthday, and then I go to the ER and I, or the urgent care because you know for a while you wait. You're like, well, this is gonna stop. It's no bleeding. big deal. How is there so much blood here in a hand. in a little hand? I know. Did you need stitches? No. Okay. And that was embarrassing. Then they just wrap it up. I'm like, well, how much did this? What did I come here for this? <laughs> yeah, give me some stitches. <laughs> give me something. I think they glued it. They yeah. glued it. Yeah. Oh, man. I know. We'll do that. I don't know. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Tomorrow we're going to Egan. Oh, what's in Egan? So uh, we're doing, like, there are a bunch of restaurants that I've wanted to go to, mm-hmm. and I just haven't had an open time to get out yeah. to Egan. And this sounds so stupid. Like, if you live in Minneapolis and St. Paul, going to Egan is not that big of a deal. No. It's 20 minutes away. You're crossing the metro, though, like yeah, diagonally. It's, it's exactly. Yes. If we had a diagonal highway, for maybe a hyperloop, <laughs> some sort of hyperloop from Maple Grove to Egan. But otherwise, it's like a 45-50-minute sure. uh, operation. Yeah. So, Where are you going? Like, I have a list of places I want to check out, but there's a place called Southern Social. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's another place called, uh, what is it called? Kitchen and Rail. That's mm. the other place. So those are two that I want to check out. Have fun. If anybody has Egan suggestions, text them in uh, because that's what we're doing. Nice. It's very strange to take a field trip to another suburb. Yeah, I <laughs> bet like, it is. What are you doing? I know. But I don't know. I got to check. You got to check some of these places off. And people who live in Egan are like, how come you never write about any of our yeah. restaurants? Yeah. It's like, well, you're correct in the criticism right so we're going to try to deal with it how about you this weekend we are going to check out the new jazz club in the north loop called oh berlin, berlin. i can't yes. wait yes it's they, supposed to be fabulous you know a little bit about this place right a little bit yeah it's uh, uh the story behind it is is very interesting mm-hmm. so it's the old asco finlayson yep uh right, right next to what's porzana now and a guy bought the building to put like his healthcare company on the on the top, right? top. Yeah, but he's a music lover. Mm-hmm. He's like, I want to. He was like in Germany, hence the name Berlin. And he's like, I would like a club like this. Mm-hmm. And it's my building, and so I can. I think it's going to be so. cool. <laughs> Isn't it cool? The yeah. pictures I've seen are amazing. Swanky. It's designed by the same guy who did. This guy, uh, he was on our show, in fact, Aaron Whitcamper, who did Mr. Paul's Supper Club. Yep. He did All Saints in Minneapolis. Oh, yes. Um, And he did Dario, the new restaurant that just opened in the North Loop. So he's sort of having a moment. Yeah. What's cool about him is he's an artist. So a lot of restaurant design firms are architectures and interior designers and all of this. Yep. Aaron's background is art. He's a painter. Cool. And, uh, yeah, just very cool. So I can't wait to get your report. Yes. We have, like, the Dakota is fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have some sort of concert venues, right? Mm-hmm. But when you think of, like, a club. In Minneapolis, you're talking? Or just yeah, Twin Cities like, in general? 
do we yeah. have like really a music club? Well, the the jazz this is like clubs. 80, 80 seats, I think. So a little smaller, yeah. smaller, and it's going to be j- mainly jazz and other other genres as well, but not like a rock club or anything. So yes, so you have the Dakota. Now we have Berlin in St. Paul. There is a jazz club called KJ's Hideaway. That's mm. kind of cool. Little dark little listening room. Um, yeah, so cool. it's cool. We're we're getting into it. Love it. Uh, I know at Berlin, like it's ticketed. Mm-hmm. There's like a cover charge on, on weekends only on Friday and Saturday. Most weekends, but this weekend there is this not. weekend it's free. Yep. Yeah, and any night of the week, it's like that'd be kind of fun, right? Yes. Like eight o'clock. It's just yeah. If you're like us, empty nesters, right? You're like eight o'clock Thursday night. Like go check it out. Yeah, fun. And I think Saturday when we're going starts at seven. Even better. Do you guys bat on Super Bowl? Do you do like no? We do like the we'll do like prop bets. I think for mm. us, yeah. I'll make a little silly bet it's like quarters at the, or stuff, you know, on the Puppy Bowl. <laughs> I love the Puppy Bowl. What do, What do you wait if you're wagering in the Puppy Bowl? What are What are the What are the wagers? About? You just no. I don't wager. <laughs> I just pick who I think is going to win. Ah. But there really is no. Everybody's a winner is in there, the puppy bowl. How did? How is there a winner? I it have really to say, isn't. like I, I <laughs> like my understanding of the puppy bowl is low. Yeah. I I will say I am annoyed that Joe Biden isn't doing the the mm-hmm. Super Bowl interview. Right. I think it's unfortunate that it's become like. Did Trump skip it one year? I don't remember. Or make Biden has skipped it now two years in a row. Hmm. I don't know. I kind of like that tradition. Like. You know, yeah. Answer a couple questions, joke around about football a little bit. Right. Like it makes these, it makes our politics a little more normal. Mm-hmm. I would and agree. We're, we're losing some of those those moments, those human for moments. sure, especially lately. Yeah. All right. Well, have a good weekend. Thank you. You enjoy too. the club. See thanks. you next week. Yeah. Thanks, Laura. Five twenty-one. That's the D Rush Hour. Uh, well, that's the nothing. That's the conversation with the Laura. That's the Laura Hour, the DeLaura Hour, the DeRush Hour news headlines coming up in a minute. DeRush Hour news headlines from many people's least favorite person on WCCO radio. It's me, Jason. Uh, it is Friday, the 9th of February. Finally, it's sort of cold enough for the ice bars in downtown St. Paul for snowboarding the Red Bull heavy metal competition and a Minnesotan taking part. I mean, Benny Milam. Yeah. (laughs) This, This guy just gives you everything you want in a snowboarder, right? He's from Minnesota, but you would you would pull him right out of Central. Just so funny. Gotta go see my snowboarding homies. What's up, brah? If Matthew McConaughey was a snowboarder, <laughs> so good, he'd be Ben. Uh, Benny Milam grew up in Chicago City. Uh, this guy is so talented. Twenty five. Uh, This weekend's Red Bull heavy metal event is going to be super fun. Street snowboarding, rail riding, right all around the state Capitol building. Kyrie Johnson in the Pioneer Press reporting uh, about Benny, saying he was first introduced to snowboarding by two older brothers and another legend. 
in the community, professional snowboarder Micah McGinnity. And uh, Benny says his journey started at a big sled hill near his house in Chisago City. But it was Micah who motivated him to keep at it. Throughout high school, he actually did online school so he could travel for competitions uh, and other U.S.-based tours with Red Bull. He's 25 years old. This is his full-time job. He often has to create and find his own training environments. He said he spends five to six hours shoveling. you got to shovel that snow to create the jumps. And then you only spend, you know, you spend five or six hours preparing your own course, and then you spend 30 minutes kind of boarding and, of course, creating video content, which is the key to the whole bit. A mystery employer in Maple Grove revealed... You can see why they were so secretive about this. A year ago, Maple Grove reveals plans for a project called Project Libre. (laughs) Can you imagine the doofuses over in my hometown, City City Hall? Like, well, we can't say what the company is. I guess we need some kind of code name. How about Project Libre? Okay, all right, all right. There's like one over-enthusiastic staff member who's like, I've got it! And everyone else is like, all right, Larry, fine, Project Libre. The employer is a British arms and aerospace manufacturer, BAE Systems, Land and Armament. Uh, They got a place in uh, Fridley where they make the MK-45, which is a five-inch artillery gun. Uh, that the Navy uses here, the U.K.'s Royal Navy uses. Uh, I'm not exactly sure what they're going to be making in Maple Grove, but it's going to be a big facility. And uh, uh, the Minneapolis-St. Paul Business Journal says it will become a top-five employer for the city of Maple Grove, at least 500 people in this warehouse R&D facility and manufacturing spot at right at Highway 169 and I-94. Used to be a gravel pit. Hate your ex? Why don't you name? Oh, I was being over dramatic there. You just gave a pause, and I wasn't I know, following along in the I script. Know, That's sorry. my bad. It's my bad. Go ahead, it's try right. it again. We'll edit this part out. It'll be fine. Hate your ex. Name a litter box after them. <laughs> I think it was worth hearing the whole clip there. Absolutely, it was very nice. Star Tribune reporting that an animal shelter in Detroit Lakes. Has a fundraising fundraising push that started today. The Humane Society of the Lakes selling naming rights to litter boxes, ten bucks. But if you really, really hate your ex, fifty bucks to name an animal whose procreating days are numbered, because some things shouldn't breed. <laughs> How mad are you at your ex? That you're willing to go 50 bucks to name the cat that's about to go sterile. First names only, the Humane Society says. They're not letting you. So tough luck for my ex-girlfriend. Donors are anonymous as well. Why are all the cats named Jason? (laughs) Uh, Naming a litter box is sort of funny. You're like, oh, look, it's a cat taking a dump on Dan. I hope they have a live feed, right? Like, that's what really makes it funny. If you could watch the live feed of, you know, 
Mr. Snufflebutts, like kind of. That's the D-Rush Hour news headlines <laughs> on this Friday. It's 5.32. We'll take a break, do traffic and weather, and then come back with Don Mitchell. Fox 9's Don Mitchell has started a new podcast. We'll talk Super Bowl. We'll talk about the dawn of sports as well when we come back. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. There is a big football game on Sunday, I'm told. And if you'd like to sound smart, Don Mitchell from Fox 9 is here to give us a couple of uh, bone mots that we can say at our party to make us seem like geniuses. Don, that's what we all need. Like, no one really knows what they're talking about, right? So you just need to say one thing so your friends are like, oh, Jason does really know a little something about the, uh, the Chiefs 49ers matchup. All you have to say is, you know, other than the offensive ball teams, the Kansas City Chiefs defense might be the difference. That's your line. That's good. That's your line. That's really good. Yes. See, you know, (laughs) you just need a friend who knows what's up and you can get that information. (laughs) That's right. What do you what do you think? (laughs) What do you think about this Super Bowl matchup, Don? You know, for me personally, um, since I'll be off and I can watch it as a fan, I'm I'm thrilled because either way, the storylines are fantastic. You know, you can't take the girl out of the game completely, (laughs) right? So I'm like, wow, well, so if the 49ers went, Brock Purdy, the Cinderella story, Christian McCaffrey finally getting the, the ring, but then on the other side... You know, you can't go against experience. Patrick Mahomes, Andy Reid, you get Travis Kelsey, Taylor Swift. There's just so much to go on. So I'm like, either way, I can't lose. But I don't know. I think the Chiefs are going to pull it out. I know that they're not favored, believe it or not, but they've just been playing lights out. And they have the experience behind them. They've got Patrick Mahomes. You can't bet against them. But if they don't do it and it's the 49ers, I'm happy too. So it's a good position to be in. It is strange. Like, normally when I hear people saying, like, ah, you know, I just want a good game. I don't really care who wins. I think, like, you are a fool who has no actual opinion. But in this game, I think, like, I don't really care. Like, it's all good. I like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, I do love the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey storyline. I know some people have been annoyed by it, but I would argue that most of the people who are are annoyed about it, it's their own fault for sort of injecting that story in their veins. Like you can, you can avoid it essentially if you want to. Um, But I think that's kind of fun. This would have been different for us. I think if you had the lions in it or if you had the bills in it, I mean, that's sort of both of those have, kind of storylines that Minnesotans can relate to, right? You know, absolutely, too. And for me, I'm a New Englander. I'm a native New Englander. The Patriots are horrible this year, you know, so it's not like you're sitting there and, like, a hometown team is on the edge and they're going to win. You're like, I I have no horse in the race. And I I would say at the very beginning of the whole Taylor, Travis Kelsey thing, the first week when I thought – Maybe this is just for show, right? right? Yes. Like they don't even know each other. Then I was like, ah, 
And then when I realized, oh, they're actually dating, then I thought it was cool. And actually, Travis Kelsey has earned more respect in my book, and not because he's dating her, but because since he has been, his personality has been showcased. Mm, so yeah. if anything, it's kind of shined a light on the Kelsey brothers even more than just, you know, two bros that won the Super Bowl. Yes. Oh, you know, yes. that some people might think, I'm like, I really like this guy. He he celebrates strong women. His mom is a strong woman. Like, I like that storyline. Yes. Like, he's not intimidated by her. It's all of that. It's all the good stuff. All the good stuff. Don Mitchell, Fox 9, uh, with us here on the John Schuster Coldwell Banker Hotline. I totally agree. That and, and The thing I found most appealing about the Kelsey brothers was early on, I think they did this whole podcast where they were, they were trying to explain uh, some basic football facts to the new right. fans that were coming in for uh, because of Taylor. And they mm-hmm. were, well, first of all, sometimes when you ask some of these questions, like genuinely, you realize how many rules for these games like really don't make any sense. It's like, well, why, <laughs> why, why are there four downs? And why is it, what is a down? And you're like, what is a down? Like, but the way they sure. explained it was so like not, they, they weren't like looking down on the, you know, it, it wasn't patronizing. It wasn't arrogant. It was just a couple of guys who love the game who seemed genuinely excited that there were new people interested in learning about the game. Absolutely. And, you know, I've, I actually learned because they explained it better than I do with my <laughs> friends. That And there's yeah. guys, too, yeah. that know nothing about it. I said, okay. You know the art of war. Did you ever see like the Patriot and Braveheart? You know, and they line up against each other and they just clash. I go, okay, so now let's put some rules around it. And so some people are like, oh, I totally get it. But they just broke it down, like you said. They made it fun. They didn't make people, yeah. you know, feel stupid for not knowing. So it's it's kind of been a breath of fresh air for it's me. Been so good. yeah, it, the NFL kind of is undefeated though at just generating. Uh, whether whether it's storylines that they create or it's just the, sort of the way the world rotates around football, like all of this stuff, all of the drama, it's always there. Well, you talk about that script, right? When the, all the commercials came out at the beginning, that that brilliant one where it is a script and yeah. what you're saying, what a perfect script ending if the Chiefs and Travis Kelsey – did win. He gets the Super Bowl the same time that his girlfriend makes history with the Grammys. Yeah. But please, please, no, no ring, no get on the. Um, <laughs> no, leg. no, absolutely please, not. No scoreboard proposal no, guy. Okay. No, we don't need that. Just draw the line. Don, part of why we asked you on is to talk about your new podcast, Dawn of Sports, uh, that you're doing with the Talk North uh, Network. I want to play a little clip of your latest episode that you and Jim Suhan have. It's called the Dawn of Sports. Take a listen. Hi, everybody. I'm Dawn Mitchell, and welcome to Dawn of Sports. This week, a little selfish for me. I'm a former soccer player, so I love picking the brains of female soccer players and men. But we have the great sporting director and head coach of Minnesota Aurora, Nicole Lukic. You all know what a phenomenal two seasons this team has had, but also how they've changed the environment of sports here in Minnesota in such a short amount of time. So I'm really looking forward to introducing her to you. 
That's sort of a little sample of the latest episode with Nicole Lukic that you have online. What what made you and first of all, like congratulations on not being a, a middle aged white man uh, launching a podcast, uh, <laughs> although you do have Jim Suhan in it. So there's still like enough of the cliche. I mean, here as a middle aged white guy with a podcast, like welcome. Welcome to the club. Yeah, I'm just a white woman that lies and says she's 28 with the podcast. I mean, that's all I am. Um, You know, what I wanted to do for a while now is, and you know, Jason, from all of yours in television, you have two minutes, maybe, and on a morning show, a little bit longer to try to get someone to open up and tell you some things. And and it doesn't help. I already know the person. I want to showcase it to the people listening or the people at home, show you who this amazing person is and i think the longest i ever got when i used to do the one-on-ones with the vikings was four minutes you talk for a half hour with these people and you have to edit it down to four minutes so my dream was always can we have a venue where we can talk to these people with no time limit you know if, if it's 20 minutes or a half hour or an hour that's where we go and I also wanted to showcase strong women in sports in Minnesota. But the big caveat for me is not at the expense of men. I want to also feature the men that support me, that support women in sports and strong men, because I was raised with four brothers. I have no sisters and my dad was amazing. I am not a big fan of people that are, um, you know, man hating yeah, when it comes to yeah. female empowerment. So that was a really strong point for me. And Jim Suhan said, that is amazing. Talk North was on board with me. So we have talked to so a lot of great men. We've talked to Jim Cott. I had Mike Tarico, Chad Greenway. We've also talked to a lot of women, Natalie Darwitz, Grace Zumwinkle, and also women in media, Laura Oakman. We've had Vanita on, Andrea Yock. Just strong, smart women that maybe don't ever get a chance to really have a voice other than the small snippets that you see. Don Mitchell with us. And I I love that, especially you've had sort of the younger generation of women who are uh, making their way in this town. The Julia Daniels, Audra Martin, Katie Storm. Like, I'm huge fans of all three of them. Uh, Yes, and I think it's great that that you're shining some of your light on them as well. Yes, absolutely. Because, again, people see these women quickly on TV, on a pregame show or whatever they're doing, but they don't know the path that got them there. You know, it's not just, oh, how did she get that job? Well, right. she worked her tail off That's for right. it. Yeah. And, and and she's amazing. So let's let's tell you who she is. You know, we also have Heather Rule, who yes, we love Heather. The scenes for people. She's yeah. amazing. Yeah. So yes, it's been it's been a lot of fun. Julia was like, really, this is awesome. Yeah. And I try to have them in studio, so to speak, but we can also do it remote. My vision is just to have a conversation, just to have it casual, not stilted, not timed, and just to let people show who they are. It's really good. I. I... Encourage people to check it out. Wherever you get podcasts, you can find it, Dawn of Sports, uh, and you can get it at talknorth.com as well. Uh, Thank you for preparing me for the Super Bowl party this weekend. (laughs) You are so welcome. Anything else, just text me. (laughs) Great stuff. Dawn, thank you. We appreciate it. 
Don Mitchell. <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> Fox 9, uh, doing great stuff with her podcast, too. She's such a good interviewer, so check it out. You'll enjoy it. Back in a minute on Drive Time. Lots of good stuff on the podcast. This was a pretty good week, in fact, this program. Some weeks are you, you better. You sound a little surprised well, the way I, you're saying that. I mean, I, I know. I should be I should be more confident. I would hope. You know, I, it's just always nice. I think if you go to work, you're like, I don't know. Hey, how's it going to be today? This week. Yeah, and then at the end of the week, you're like, eh, pretty good. Um, <laughs> yeah. Today, uh, we had... Well, you did a great job in Three Disasters and Puppies. Thank you. I think that was maybe my favorite segment of the show. Suzanne from Honey and Mackey's with a special Valentine's gift, plus me talking about going shopping for bra sets. Yeah. For for my wife. Favorite segment of the show. I don't know who, but somebody out there. I mean, don't be afraid. Go get yourself the good stuff. Go to my uh, Instagram page to Russia J, and you can see sort of the deal um you dropped a food podcast today too didn't it, you we did yes do you know what do you remember what it was yes it was episode 10 <laughs> <laughs> oh you don't want to miss episode 10 tell you that much one of the best ones i'm feverishly trying to find it and i can't i don't know <laughs> Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.